0: Welcome to Leaders Lift, episode 37. I'm your host, Greg Cunningham, and today I wanna talk about introverts and the holidays, and I'll explain why. Now, with that title, if you're an extrovert, don't run away, because I know that even you extroverts have some introverts in your life, and you'll wanna understand what they're gonna be facing during the holidays. So stick around for this episode. Now, introduction. So we have a camping trip planned, this month for the holidays. And as I talked about the trip with my wife and then with my co-host of Gadgets for Families, Jason, I told him I was hoping to go down a couple of days before the family joined me and try and do some strategic thinking, get in some bike rides, all that kind of stuff. Jason actually suggested that I go down even earlier. And then he said something that made me think about covering this topic. He told me to go early so that I could get ready for all of the holiday stuff that was gonna happen. Think lots of people in lots of places. And that stuff really doesn't align with my introvert nature. I actually hadn't thought about that, um, or at least not that way, but I took it to heart and my wife agreed the most important part. So I'll be there even longer, which is great for me. But what that got me thinking about is how those of us that are introverts can work through and deal with the holidays. In many of the early episodes, I talked about being an introvert and went into quite a bit of detail. If you wanna hear more on that or even understand what I'm talking about, go back to those early episodes, especially those related to personality styles and getting to know ourselves. For today, I just wanna do a quick refresher on being an introvert and then talk about some of the things we may struggle with during the holidays and then some of the things I plan on doing to make things a bit easier on myself. And maybe you'll get some ideas from that. So again, stick around even if you are an extrovert because I guarantee there's an introvert in your life that could benefit from this, or you might benefit from understanding what those introverts are going through. Before I dive in, don't forget to hit that subscribe or follow button there in your podcast player. We support, it's out on all the major podcast players that there are. Check out the show notes. You can get to those by either swiping right or scrolling down, depending on your podcast player. There's some great links there, links to our Patreon, links to some other resources, my website, and some other things that we're doing. So check out those resources. So let's start off by talking with just a quick recap of what an introvert is. Now, this is not about which most people think it is. It's not about whether you like people or not. It's not about liking to be around others or not. This is about our energy. Now remember that energy well I've talked about each of us having, especially over the last several episodes. It's come up a lot. That energy well that we pull from in order to get things done and that other people draw from in order to move forward. You know, if we're a leader, we're gonna definitely give off energy and people are gonna wanna draw from our wells. Same thing goes with being a parent and managing our families and all that kind of stuff. So this is about that energy well. Being an introvert or extrovert, that helps us better understand what kinds of situations and activities are more likely to drain our well, and those that are more likely to help replenish it. Now, personally, and I've talked about this before too, I have more introvert tendencies, but over time, I've come closer to a balance. I think last time it was like 57, 43, or I don't know, something like that. And at first, I was very, very extreme on the introvert scale, and it took some effort to get a little more comfortable with, a little more comfortable with some of the extrovert things. So I have those introvert tendencies, which means that activities, there are certain kinds of activities that tend to drain my well more than others. And a lot of those have to do with being around large groups of people or interacting with large groups of people. Now, that may sound funny from someone that's had large teams, small teams, been in, charge of big, been in charge of big organizations, that being around those people would drain my well, but it really does. I was in a call center environment where I was constantly surrounded by people, and I would come home at the end of the day with very little left in that well. So I understand this pretty well. During the holidays, there's a little bit more of a drain, especially on those of us that are introverts. I'm not gonna talk to whether it's a drain on the extroverts as well because I just don't know that side of things. I really haven't gone there. But let me talk a little bit about some of the things that will be more of a drain than normal on an introvert. First is something that probably both introverts and extroverts are gonna face, and that's finding a balance between your own needs And those of others, especially if you're in any sort of a leadership role, whether that be family, professional, community, whatever it is. Holidays are a time when finding this balance between draining and refilling your well gets more difficult to do, and that makes it even more important to do it well and to be deliberate about it. Think about it this way if you are the leader and your team wants to have a team get together and exchange presents or whatever. And everyone is really on board with it and excited about it. It's been a rough year. Everybody thinks this will be a great way to just relax and do all that kind of stuff. You're going to need to participate. And if you're an introvert, that's going to be a big drain on your energy. For family, you can't bow out of everything. Maybe you can, but at least I know I can't, even though I try sometimes. You can't bow out of everything and become a recluse as much as I would really like to do that. Now, for example, I'd love for our camping trip coming up to just be my wife and I, but this is the mistake we made. We've already mentioned it to the grandkids. Don't ever tell little kids anything you don't want them to remember because they will remember those things they care about. They won't remember how to brush their teeth or any of those kinds of things. But if you tell them that we're going camping, they are not going to let you get away with not going camping. So the grandkids really wanna go and they could use this time away as well. So it's been a new year for them. They've been in school and daycare and that hasn't happened before. So I know this is something that will be good for them. So as much as I'd like it to be just my wife and I, that's not gonna happen. This is also gonna be an interesting year for me because it will be my first year without my mom and my dad. And it remains to be seen if that's gonna make things easier or if it will make them more difficult. Where my mom used to be the center of planning a lot of the holiday stuff. Is somebody else going to step up? Am I going to have to do more, or are we all just going to go our own way? Two of my three, uh, two of the three of my siblings are introverts, myself and my sister, but my brother's more of an extrovert. But at the same time, he's not big on doing big family get-togethers and stuff. So I just don't know how that's going to go. So those are the things. These get-togethers, whether they're family, professional, or whatever. All of these gatherings—you have got family, extended family, church, community, professional. Maybe it isn't even the concept of getting together, but one of the things I struggled with when we lived in Texas and were away from family is that every holiday, it seemed like I needed to make a dozen phone calls to talk to every grandparent and to let the kids talk to them. And there was just this expectation that because I wasn't there going to visit them, that we would make these phone calls. So even that kind of stuff can be a little more difficult for an introvert. So that's all of these things around gatherings. Another thing that will make it more difficult is getting out of a routine. I don't know about you, but as an introvert, I like to have some routine that I know when I'm going to get my downtime and all that kind of stuff, and it's just going to throw our, our routines off. And just more people in general between these gatherings and everything going on are going to draw, time, draw on your time, and they're going to pull from your energy well. The other thing that can drain that well is just doing some of our routine normal activities. Lots of people in stores and Don't even get me started on how much I have to avoid stores on Black Friday. But even just going out for groceries, pick up, pick up. I'm just saying introverts and pick up. That's a great combination. But a lot of people in stores, a lot of traffic. And that's one of the reasons I live in a small town. But anywhere we go, we're going to have more traffic. Last night, we were out at a restaurant and it was way busier than I expected it to be. And we aren't even into that holiday season yet. So, more people in those areas where maybe you haven't had to face that for a little while. And then there's also this additional stress. Part of it is pressure, but part of it is all these other things that come up. So if you've got kids, you've got school stuff going on. If you've got work, you're taking time off, or you're preparing to take time off, or you're covering for those taking time off, or you're trying to balance everybody wanting to be off You know, the week between Christmas and New Year's. And so those are the kinds of things that just add additional stress. Trying to get things done if you're one of those that's still gonna be in the office or working, trying to get things done when everybody else you need to get something done has taken time off. Stress, I mean, and those things increase the stress level and drain the energy out of our well. So it's all those stresses building up, then you have the stress of having to worry about doing all of these unusual things. There's a lot of financial pressure during the holidays, right, wrong, or whatever, I think it's just there. It ties into gift-giving pressure. Might apply to both, but finding the right gift for the right person could mean having to do all of these things I just talked about that are additional stressors. So those are all of the things that will be more difficult during the holidays for an introvert. Now, I said this already, but some of those could apply to an extrovert as well. I just don't know, because I'm definitely on the introvert side of things. So if you're an introvert and you're nodding your head going, yes, all of these things are coming up, Hopefully, you'll understand that there's more of us out there. We, we feel your pain. And if you're an extrovert and you're going, oh, that's why my introvert, that key introvert in my life struggles more during the holidays and now understand where some of these additional things come from, then that would be worth it, even just listening to this much of the podcast. But don't go away. Because... There are ways to work through these challenges, and let me just start with a quick overview. You know, Jason suggested that I go so that I could store up and get prepared for all of these family things and the other things that are going on during the holiday. I'm not quite sure how much that idea of me storing up and getting ready and preparing myself, I mean, it's not like running a marathon where I'm doing all those exercises and stuff, but I do think there's something to that. So that is part of a solution, but it is not the full solution. Ideally, in order to work through these challenges, we need to prepare so we can be deliberate. You knew that word was coming. We need to know what to do during these holidays, what types of things we need to be focused on in order to not have our wells go into critical state. And then we need to find some recoup time afterwards. Most of us are going to have to do that. So let's talk about preparing. First, make sure you understand your personality style, introvert or extrovert. And refresh yourself on what that means. Now, listening to this episode is a good start, but you can also go back to those other episodes or just look it up. But be careful to not fall into that trap of, I'm an introvert, so I don't want to be around anybody. That's actually not a good thing. And that's not really the definition of an introvert. So understand yourself. Second, do a little bit of planning. I'm not saying you have to build spreadsheets or project plans or any of that kind of stuff, right? But just a little bit. Identify first when you're most likely to feel drained. Is that after the giant family dinner, other than the tryptophan from the turkey kicking in? Is it because you had 30 people in the same room eating food and talking all at the same time? Maybe. Is it after Christmas morning, especially if you have young kids or have the expectation we had as kids, which was to visit each set of grandparents on Christmas Day? So you have this whole Christmas morning thing, and then you just repeat it several times during the day. Is that when you're going to be the most drained? Whatever it is. Those are just some ideas behind when you might feel the most drained here during the holidays. And then that's the time as you identify those, identify what you're gonna do about them, but identify it now. Identify the small or even bigger things you'll do while everything is going on. So yes, we're gonna have Christmas morning and then yes, we're gonna have to go to all of these other grandparents. Am I gonna take a break in between? Um, While they're at certain grandparents, can I be more in the background and not have to be in the middle of things? or? Am I just gonna have to get through it Christmas day and I'm gonna plan on going to bed at six o'clock Christmas night and sleep for 15 hours? Figure out what you can do about that. Little things, big things, whatever the case may be. One of the things that I found key, and you'll see this a little bit later um, when I talk about some of the things that I'm gonna do, how I handle family gatherings and stuff like that, is to set expectations with those closest to you. Now in particular for me, this is my wife. Um, How do I set expectations uh, with her? Now, she's got a pretty large family. There's six additional siblings besides her, married, grandkids, all of that kind of stuff. So you can imagine when they have family reunions during the summer, how many people show up. But she and I have worked through this over time and I've set expectations with, I can't do it all. So it's super important to set those expectations up front. Let them know, hey, this is when I'm gonna be the most stressed. This is what I kind of wanna do about it. And work together again on how to balance your needs with the need of those other people in your life, especially that most significant person that you need to find those balance with. Now, one of the other things that I really think you should do is figure out how to handle family gatherings. And like I said, this is something my wife and I have worked out um, over time. But when we first got married and would go to family gatherings, we lived close. So it wasn't just big family gatherings, but it could be just a weekend where they all decided to get together, whatever the case may be. It was interesting that Her and all of her sisters, there's five sisters and one brother, or six sisters and one brother in the family, but her and all of her sisters would get together and the kids would all go out and play and the sisters would be talking and playing games or whatever the case may be. And all of the son-in-laws and my father-in-law, we would be in the basement watching James Bond marathon. Thank goodness there's a James Bond marathon on, on most holidays. You know, pick whatever it is, James Bond, football, or whatever the case may be we would all be in the basement. We kind of all knew which chair was ours. And we were very tolerant of all the napping that happened because you could just drop off at any time. Didn't matter if you stored or any of those kinds of things. So at first, that was what helped me get through some of these big gatherings, especially where I was a little different from the rest of the in-laws that all of them were in construction or knew about construction and all that kind of stuff. And so they would start talking shop and I was out of it. I'm a computer guy not a build a house kind of guy. So that's how I got through those. And that was fine for a long time. It was a good arrangement because my wife needs to be around people. She's definitely an extrovert to refill her well, and I needed to not, but that was enough that we could find a good balance. So she would go do all those things with their family, and nobody was offended that, that we weren't down there. But as we've developed our relationship, it's been easier for us to recognize the things that each of us need and to not put pressure on the other to participate. And now I actually bow out either early. So, you know, think about if there's a family dinner, we live close now, so it's much easier. But if there's a family dinner, I show up, you know, a few minutes before dinner. I stay for a little while after, but then I don't sit around and watch the movies or football or most of the other kind of stuff. And she's okay with that, and her family has at least come to accept that. Um, so that's something that we've had to work out over time. And we're ab- when we're able to, we actually plan gatherings for her to get that interaction. So like I said, she goes over there, or we invite people here, and she gets that interaction that she definitely needs with people. And then I just know that I can go eat the meal talk to a few key folks or whatever it is, right? And then I can go home and we're both on the same page about that. And this is why it's so important to set those expectations and be on the same page because, you know, there used to be this conflict. Well, I need to go or she's going to be upset with me or her family's going to be upset. And it just took some time for us to figure out this balance. So that's how we used to do things. And that's how I do them now. This plan will be individual to you. So figure it out. Now, beyond that, there's some other things that I'm making part of my plan for the holidays. And part of that is setting some professional versus personal expectations. So I've got consulting clients. I'll be setting expectations with them about my availability and all that kind of stuff. And as far as this podcast and the Gadgets for Families podcast go, there may be some programming changes. There may be weeks that we just don't record because taking some time off. My son from Texas, he's going to be here for a couple of weeks, and as much as I'd like to take that whole two weeks off and just go biking with him, I won't be able to do that. One, I would go crazy to a certain extent, but two, it's just not practical, but I am going to take key times and arrange my schedule accordingly. That's going to help me spend time with him, but also be able to defrag from what's been going on from the year, recoup, all of those kinds of things. Now. I do recognize that many of you have jobs that won't allow this. So I've got some flexibility built in right now. My recommendation is if you can't, if you can't or don't have this flexibility, just find a way to work around what you can. Um, be deliberate about it, pick those moments, pick the times, pick the little things or the big things that you're gonna do. Don't just assume that things are gonna work out, especially for introverts. If you just say, I'm gonna spend all of my time doing the family stuff and working, I don't know how well you're going to come out of the holidays, right? You're probably going to be pretty drained and it's going to be tougher than it needs to be. This holiday season is supposed to be good. Now, I recognize that people, a lot of people struggle during the holidays for a lot of the reasons I've talked about. Maybe they don't have family to spend it with or these additional pressures or whatever the case may be. But if anything you can do to be deliberate about how you manage some of these things, you're going to be better off. Now for me, the other thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be selective but transparent about family activities. Like I said, with my mom and dad both gone, I don't know what things are gonna be like on that side of the family. I do pretty much know what things are gonna be like on my uh, my wife's side of the family. And so I'm gonna be selective about that kind of stuff. And even this camping trip that we have, um, we were intended to have uh, family come down and visit for dinner and all that kind of stuff. And that's changing and that's okay because we're all being transparent with each other about what the expectations would be, what we can and can't do. And just realizing that we have to evolve life. I mean, my kids are all adults now and have their own lives. Grandkids, how do we balance that? So things change, but being transparent, talking about it and working through it is the most important thing. One of the stressors I'm gonna have, but I think it'll be fun, I don't know how much it's going to really drain or refill my well, is I put up a Christmas village every year, and that's something that's great for me. I enjoy doing it. I put on my headphones, I listen to Christmas music, and I get my village set up just the way they want it. Well, I've got the three grandkids here this year, and they're so excited to help me put up my little houses. So I'm going to let them do it. I'm planning on letting them do that, and we'll see if I have to do some recoup or some rebalance after the fact. But I'm making that deliberate plan. It's a choice, whether it drains or refills the well. I don't know, but it's a choice that I'm making. I'm also going to get some camping in. We've got a trip coming up. It is more complicated because it's gotten pretty cold here and we're going to start coming up on snow. So it's not as simple as just running up the canyon or going to our favorite camping spot, which is an hour away because that's north and colder and more snow. So I have to be more deliberate about this one, requires some more planning, but Got some plans for something over the holidays when my son's here and stuff like that. So, gonna try and do at least a little bit of that. Biking, I've gotta get some biking in. So, even yesterday, I went out and did a bike ride in 35 degree weather. I had lots of layers on, but it was great. It was just what I needed. It's that struggle with biking because because of winter. So, I gotta figure out how to do that. And I did just wanna throw a, a clarification in here. When I go out and bike, I pretty much go out and bike by myself. I don't bike with a lot of people, and I try and go when I won't run into a million people on the trails. If I went with a group, I think it'd be counterproductive because I'd feel pressure about how good a shape was I in versus others, how good was I versus others, all of that kind of stuff. Because if you're riding on a trail and you're the one that's two miles behind everybody else, it's kind of obvious that you're struggling. You know, we took the Scouts a few years ago to Moab and did a, a bike ride on Slick Rock and some other places down there. And that was great, but it was a very stressful time for me. And I wasn't technically the one completely in charge of it, but it was super stressful about making sure everybody was safe and got had a good experience and you know, all of those kinds of things that go along with taking 15 boys on a trip like that. So what I do plan on doing is taking a ride or two um, with my boys. The girls aren't into biking, but with the boys, we may go down and do a couple of days of riding or something like that. But even that is not as replenishing for me as a solo ride. It'll be good time, and I'm going to do it, but I still am going to need my solo time. The other thing I'm planning on doing is a lot of reading. I've been on a reading kick lately. I, all of a sudden, I decided I needed some new books. I like to reread books, on a regular basis. But all of a sudden I decided I needed some new books and I've read five or six brand new books uh, over the last, let's say month, something like that. So I plan on doing some more of that. Got a list of books I'm gonna read. That's gonna be my solo time really get away from everyone. And then the other thing I'm gonna work on that I would suggest you really think about here is I'm gonna try really hard, how successful I'll be, I don't know, to not put any new pressure on myself and hopefully come out of the holidays with more energy in my well than I have right now. I mean, it's been a long year. There's been a lot going on, and I've had some ups and downs as far as energy goes, um, but I definitely see that I need some time. This, this camping trip coming up where I'll be solo for a few days will be good, um, but I don't want to put this pressure because that just drains the well. I don't need the holiday pressure plus my own personal pressure. It's not easy because I know how my brain works. My brain wants to be moving forward. I've talked about this in other episodes. If you're like me, you always want to be making progress and doing things. So I got to try and back off of some of that, especially during key moments. So that's something else I'm going to try and do over the holidays. And we'll see how successful I am at doing that. And like I said, hopefully come out of this and start the year off with more energy than what I have right now. And hopefully you'll think about doing that too. I think that might apply to whether you're an introvert or an extrovert figure out how to come out of the holidays back refreshed versus just even more drained and needing a vacation from your vacation. So for those introverts out there, I hope this will help you think of some ways that you can handle any of the additional stress or concern or this draining of your well that comes up over the holidays. If you're not an introvert and are still listening, thank you. But maybe this will also give you some better insight into those introverts in your life. Some of the struggles that they're going to have if you ask them to go out to three holiday parties in the same week, right? Some of those kinds of things give you that insight. And then if nothing else, you can at least be transparent and set expectations with each other about how you're going to handle some of these things. The keys for this are really to know yourself and that applies to introverts and extroverts, and then to be deliberate about how you go through the holidays. Not just let them happen, not just get run over, which is so easy to do with everything that's going on. And how you do that will be unique to your own circumstances, but hopefully I've given you some ideas by talking about some of the things that I plan on doing. You know, go through, prepare now, make it just a little plan, know what you're gonna do, set expectations, and then try and come out of it uh, with more energy, or at least the same level than you had going into it. Thanks again for listening. And until next week, figure out your plan for the holidays and maybe help someone else do the same. Thanks again. Have a great one.